I can now confirm the location of the real Miami, and it's not in Oxford, Ohio. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. The actual real Miami beat the Miami of Ohio Redhawks 38-3 last night. Miami Hurricane season opener. I'm Alex Dono, your host, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much to the everydayers for making Locked on Canes your first listen. I'm giving you my top five takeaways from that Miami Hurricane season opening dub. And no, Brett Gabbert. And by the way, did he do anything last night? quarterback of Miami, Ohio, who said the real Miami is in Oxford, Ohio. Maybe next time, don't run your mouth. My top takeaway from that Miami Hurricanes dominating 38-3 to win, number one, I haven't been this encouraged about the Miami Hurricanes' physicality at the line of scrimmage since probably 2017, back when they had that 10-2 to year. Not saying the Canes will go 10-2, and but Bear with me. I'm really encouraged by the physicality. Not only did the Miami Hurricanes offensive line not give up a single sack in this game, which is big, there were zero lost yards on running plays. Everything was moving forward. Matt Lee, the new starting center, as expected, absolutely owned that spot. He's a physical blocker, does a great job calling the signals, fits like a glove with him. Jalen Rivers, who it's not necessarily his natural position, but he's serviceable at all five. Uh, he looked really comfortable at left tackle. I know he spent a lot of time in the offseason preparing to play that spot while Zion Nelson is still recovering from injuries. And Jalen Rivers earned the highest pass blocking grade on the team at an 86.7 per pro football focus. So, yeah, it's nice when the guy who's protecting your quarterback's blindside earns the top pass blocking grade and an 86.7 that is an excellent grade I think with PFF they consider anything over a 70 to be like a good grade and then once you start getting into the 80s and then in the 90s you're you're getting into rarefied air so a good night from Jalen Rivers and on that left side of the offensive line when you talk about that physicality yes we're talking about a team that rushed for 250 yards okay I don't care who you're going up against. I know what you're going to say, Dono, it's Miami, Ohio. Try that against Texas A&M. We'll, you know, we'll take one opponent at a time here. But no matter who you're going up against, and by the way, Miami of Ohio last year, uh, they did a great job defensively against Kentucky when they played them last season. They had the top rushing defense in the MAC last year. So 250 rushing yards for the Canes, that's a very good number. Uh, and they had their most success running behind the left side of that offensive line, Jalen Rivers and Javion Cohen, who also had a good Hurricanes debut. Hurricanes picked up 92 rushing yards to the left side. And yes, running behind Matt Lee and the guards was also successful. Um, 74 yards on nearly seven yards per carry in those situations. So the left side and, uh, and up the middle seemed to be the winners. For the Canes last night. And listen, on the right side, um, 
still, he's going to get better and better as the season goes on. But I did think CC Maui Noah had a fine debut as a true freshman right tackle. He doesn't look out of place there. Uh, his run blocking right now is a little bit ahead of his pass blocking per the grades. But we know CC is going to be a great one. And yeah, Cam McCormick, Miami's uh, blocking tight end, who's in, I think, his eighth year in college. He's Van Wilder, and the old man is an awesome blocker, okay? So good blocking up front from the offensive line and from your blocking tight end. As far as the defense goes, they only gave up 51 rushing yards. They held the Red Hawks to two for 12 on third down. That is outstanding. That might be my favorite stat of the game. Two for 12 on third down. The only other stat I love is they didn't give up a single touchdown, which is nice. So Lance Guidry, who's now Miami's defensive coordinator, he had the top third down defense in America last year at Marshall, and he's clearly trying to do the same thing here, okay? It was great to see, by the way, Reuben Bain on the field quite a bit. The true freshman got 14 snaps, and you know, you notice he was lining up sometimes inside and outside. Uh, Hurricane Bain didn't get on the stat sheet this time out, but that is going to come. How about Nigelique Kelly? Nigelique the freak. Did you see him dropping into coverage and looking darn good doing it? You talk about having a Swiss Army knife on that defensive line. Nigelique Kelly is exactly that. What a player. And I got to give credit where credit is due. I thought Jafari Harvey. I thought he looked the best uh, out of the pass rushers. You know, had an early sack. He was getting into the backfield a lot. So, we haven't forgotten about you, Jaharvi. That was uh, J- Jafari, Jafari Harva, Jafari Harvey. That was a really good game for you. So that was my first takeaway. Really good physicality. And listen, I again, I know it's Miami, Ohio, but so many times, even against lesser opponents in recent years, you come away saying, yeah, Canes could have done a little bit better at the line of scrimmage. Could have gotten some push. Gave up some sacks. They didn't last night. So... Job well done. Mario Cristobal wanted to get this team bigger, stronger, more physical. Um, A lot of new players helped do that, but even some of the guys who were here last year have done a lot of work in the strength and conditioning and in the weight room to get bigger and stronger, and it shows, right? Line of scrimmage, really, really, really good. So we'll have our second takeaway when we come back, and, and that's on technique, okay? There were a couple of really important distinctions last night that show you the Hurricanes executed the fundamentals for the most part. There were some exceptions, but Miami was executing the fundamentals last night. We're also going to talk about what a performance running the freaking football yesterday. Uh, The passing game was a little bit too buttoned up for your liking. What did you think about Miami's top receivers? And yes, we will talk about what the Hurricanes need to clean up before they face the Aggies next week uh, at Hard Rock Stadium because that's a big game coming up. So you know what you want to do? You're going to want to keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. And keep it locked into game time. Because, guys, I know buying last-minute tickets to sporting events and concerts, it can be stressful because you're wondering, am I getting a deal here? Folks, at game time, you're always getting the best deal. You don't have to be stressed out when buying last-minute tickets. Browse through the game time app, guys, and take a look at upcoming events in your area. They're going to put those right at the top. You're going to see those flash deals. Like, uh, I was finding tickets to Miami versus Miami, Ohio last night. For $4 leading up to game time. Like, you could have gotten in that building for virtually nothing, guys. I'm telling you, forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, 
Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. You have nothing to lose. You can get images of your seat view before you buy, so you know exactly what you're getting. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. And for the everydayers, if you want to take your everydayer experience to the next level, sign up for our exclusive SMS texting community through subtext. I include the link in the show description below. You get one-on-ones with me. I give you guys breaking news updates, observations, recruiting scoops, all sorts of good times, a lot of added value on there. Click the link in the show description below. All right, so my second takeaway in this game after the physicality uh, on both sides of the football was number one. Also, technique. There were a couple things I liked both with the offense and the defense, doing the little things right. The Hurricanes only had four missed tackles in the entire game. You consider that against some of the performances the Canes have had over the last few years? Four missed tackles, and you could see it on the field. The technique looked really sound. There were several several situations when I thought a Miami, Ohio ball carrier was going to gain a couple yards after first contact and maybe pick up a first down, but the Hurricanes completely stymied their forward progress. I remember Akeem Mesidor having just this crazy good tackle to stop a guy in his tracks, and K.J. Cloyd as well, I recall, having some impressive tackles. Uh, Kiko Malinoa. What a special player. He did a great job at linebacker. He led Miami in tackles last night with five tackles. And Wesley Bassain, he had a really good night. He was Miami's highest rated defender per pro football focus with an 84.4 grade. And, you know, there were some good solo tackles. But most importantly, the Hurricanes did a really good job swarming to the football and gang tackling. And I thought the team recognition on defense and the team speed were both on point. Uh, And on offense, you talk about doing the little things and not making mistakes. For the Hurricanes' offense, do you know how many drops Miami's receivers had last night? How many? Same as me. Zero drops. (laughs) That was beautiful. Because you think about this time last year, first couple games of the season, like, why do they keep dropping passes? How come no one can catch? Everyone caught against Miami, Ohio, and that was a really good thing. So my third takeaway You know we had to get back to the running game because, you know, when you rush for 250 yards, we've got to devote some time to that. Shannon Dawson was not lying when he said it's going to be a running back by committee. He had four ball carriers in this game, had virtually an even split. Henry Parrish, Mark Fletcher, and A.J. Allen had nine carries each. Don Chaney had eight. It's like the most fair running back rotation I've ever seen in my life. And three out of those four 
scored a touchdown. A.J. Allen was the only one who didn't get into the end zone, and, and his time will come because, you know, you, you can see just the vision and the burst that A.J. has. You know, he didn't break off a big one last night. His time is going to come. He had a really good fall camp. Uh, you know, the guy who produced the best highlight reel run was Henry Parrish. My goodness. On his touchdown, he broke two Miami of Ohio ankles on a great juke move. That was outstanding. Meanwhile, let me give you my bold prediction of the week. Here it is. In a couple years' time, Mark Fletcher, mark my words, Mark Fletcher is going to be a first-round draft pick. I know he's a running back. He's going to be a first-round draft pick. You can see why they call this dude, put him on a stretcher, Fletcher. Why they, that, that was his nickname in high school. Mark Fletcher, he's big. It's six foot two and a half. 225 pounds he runs with power and explosion and because of his physical characteristics and his body type he gets stronger as the game goes on because the defense gets weaker every time they touch this dude Fletcher he's only 18 years old he already looks like he's going to be Miami's best running back probably by mid-season or maybe by next week I mean Fletcher was fantastic that 26 yard touchdown run he had you know showed not only his vision his power but his quickness as well I was talking with Malik Rozier last night about Fletcher. Malik and I, by the way, we do the post-game shows on the radio on 560 WQAM in Miami. That's the flagship station for the Canes. So if you guys are ever wondering, like right after the game is over, like, where's Dono? What's Dono doing? I'm doing post-game on the radio with Malik Rozier, and we were talking about Fletcher. And, you know, Malik reminded me that, you know, we need to see uh, against tougher opponents, we need to see Fletcher tested a little bit more as a pass blocker just assuming he understands his assignments in the offense. But like physically, we know Fletcher is capable of protecting his quarterback because he's got he's got the size to take on blocks. So I'm curious to see him getting tested a little bit more throughout the year as a pass blocker. OK, so the running back room. And yes, it's it's a lot easier when you have a good offensive line to run behind. Miami has that now, but you got to shout out the individual performances. And let me shout out Don Chaney as well. Good on you, my friend, getting out there, scoring a big touchdown, a 20-yard touchdown. Chaney has worked through so much. This young man has essentially missed the entirety of the past two seasons due to separate injuries. He's finally healthy, and Miami's running back rotation is so good right now that Don Chaney at this moment, this could all change during the season, but at this moment, Don Chaney is the fourth running back He'd be a one or a two at a lot of schools around America. But congratulations to Cheney for scoring a touchdown and getting that work in because he has worked so hard to get to this point. Uh, so my fourth takeaway, I thought Miami's passing game was buttoned up and conservative, but there were definitely some playmakers, okay, in the receiving core. Uh, let's talk about Tyler Van Dyke first. You know, um, he, he did his job uh, on Friday night. Van Dyke was, a, well, for the most with the exception of, of a play, we'll talk about it. Van Dyke was efficient, going 17 for 22 in the game. Yes, he threw an interception. It was an ugly interception uh, and a head scratcher. And Tyler said it after the game. He would love to have that one back, okay? Now, Van Dyke's pro football focus grade was a very good 79.2. That's considered an excellent grade. Uh, and, you know, we talk about the passing game being buttoned up. They only went down the field 20 or more yards football in the air they only did that twice one of those was that interception so most everything was near or even behind the line of scrimmage and I think that's by design because listen when you are 
out-muscling the opponent and you're having that much success with the running game and the opponent's defense is playing in a way that they're trying to avoid giving up the big play. See, the Hurricanes took what the defense gave to them last night. Now, against Texas A&M, I don't think you're going to run for 250 yards, so you're probably going to have to open up the passing game a little bit more, okay? So unless you can have that same sort of success on the ground, the game chan- the game plan is going to have to change. But you didn't, you didn't show Texas A&M very much on tape, which is good. But I will tell you, in that receiving game, we saw more evidence of it on Friday night. Colby Young is going to be a huge problem for opponents this year. On Colby Young's 44-yard touchdown on that first quarter screen pass that he caught, great to score a touchdown on your first drive. Hurricanes hardly ever did that last year. But on that play, Colby Young, he showed you how much faster he's gotten. He dropped that weight from last year. He's transformed his body. Uh, Colby Young had, I think, 79 receiving yards last night with the touchdown, and he probably would have broken 100 yards if he hadn't missed basically the entire second quarter he was undergoing treatment. He did return to the game, so he's okay. Um, And so, like you noticed during the second quarter, that was Miami's worst quarter throwing the football, and that happened to be when Colby Young wasn't in the game. So uh, may not be a coincidence because he – He's a really good player who demands respect from the defense. But as far as all three of your starting wide receivers, Jacoby George and Xavier Restrepo also did really well. I thought Miami's three starters all looked the part. And, you know, a couple of extra guys who rotated in, got caught passes. Congrats to Tyler Harrell for getting his first catch as a hurricane. And congrats to the young tight end, Riley Williams, number 88, got his first catch in college. So that was really cool. All right, so... Uh, We'll come back with what the Hurricanes have to clean up, all right? Because obviously, even though it's a nice win and a dominant win and your defense kept the other team out of the end zone, which is great, 38-3, to we got to nitpick a little bit, okay? Because it was not a perfect performance. Coming up next, what the Hurricanes have to clean up heading into that Texas A&M game. Man, folks, I I wish uh, I could clean up that thinning hair of mine, but you know what? I can. I certainly can, and so can you with Nutrafol. Did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? It's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. Your fate doesn't have to be mine. You can get ahead of thinning hair with Nutrafol. Folks, Nutrafol has been proven in a clinical study. 84% of men showed improvement in their hair after six months taking Nutrafol's men's hair growth supplements. Go to Nutrafol.com slash men to take their hair health wellness quiz, identify causes of your thinning hair, and Nutrafol will give you personalized plans for better hair health through whole body wellness, guys. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, such as stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism through whole body health. So you want to take the first step to visibly thicker hair and healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. That's Nutrafol.com slash men, promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So we found out on Friday night where the real Miami is. It's in uh, Florida, Miami Gardens, Florida, or Coral Gables, Florida, depending on where you want to drop that pin. Uh, so here's my, my fifth takeaway from that 38-3 to Hurricanes win. Things we need to clean up. The big one for me, too many penalties, especially on the offensive line. 
You had some third and shorts that were derailed by false starts, drives that likely would have been extended otherwise. Uh, so, you know, again, an offensive line gelling together, and you're you're relying a lot on a young guy in in CC Maui Noah who's already looking really good. He's, you know, got to clean up a few things. Uh, so the offensive line, which overall, I'm not going to criticize a unit that gave up zero sacks and uh, allowed runners to run for 250 yards behind them. But the penalties, just a little bit too much, eight penalties for 60 yards. Got to clean that up. Um, I don't even know if this is something you need to clean up per se, but you know the Hurricanes did not go vertical in the passing game last night. Will they be able to do that against the Texas A&M Aggies? I wonder that. Uh, there are a couple of interesting things in player utilization. Um, man, Leonard Taylor played only 15 snaps last night. That was a little puzzling to me. I don't know if he was dealing with something, but he only played 15 snaps. And I was I was a little bit surprised. Uh, this isn't necessarily a bad thing based on you know how the backup quarterback did last night, but I was a little surprised that Jakari Brown wasn't uh, the next guy in when Tyler Van Dyke took a seat in the fourth quarter because, you know, Jakari, he did appear to be in warm-ups, lined up as the number two guy, but it was Emery Williams, the true freshman, who got the call to come in once Van Dyke's night was done. But I will tell you something, man. Emery Williams looks for real. You can see how quickly he processes his reads, which I love. Very intelligent quarterback. He went three for three and has really good zip on his throws. So you can see how hard Emory Williams is working. And that young man looks like he's going to be a future starting quarterback at the University of Miami. So I, I was happy to see Emory Williams get a little bit of burn. All right. And so, yeah, and listen, if you're, you're going to talk about things we need to clean up, um, you know, you can get Tyler Van Dyke can get away with a, an interception uh, against Miami of Ohio. You got to keep the turnovers to a premium against Texas A&M and you know a little bit of a, a frustration that the Hurricanes defense for as well as they played didn't get any takeaways they forced a lot of punts they forced turnovers on downs in the game but they didn't get any interceptions or fumble recoveries we're gonna have to wait at least another week to see any of that stuff so those were the things I'd like to see cleaned up and let me throw a bonus takeaway out there that was a solid night for the kicking game Right. If anyone was wondering, is Andy Borgalis, is he going to get off to a great start? He's on the Groza Award watch list. Andy went three for three money and, you know, kicking in not the best conditions because it was raining and pouring a lot at Hard Rock Stadium last night. And then Dylan Joyce, the new Aussie punter, I thought did a fine job. So anyone who was concerned about that so far, so good. I want to see if I can throw out another shout out here. We like to shout out when we get five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. I'd like to thank you guys for sending those to us. I did see we got a new one this week. And by the way, if you want to support the show, so many different ways to do it. You can sign up for our exclusive SMS texting community through subtext. I include a link in the show description below. You can take your everyday or experience to the next level there. You can follow me on X at Alex Dono or at Locked on Canes. That's the show account. Follow us there. And if you listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, Google app, leave us a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way. And if you're watching on YouTube, smash that thumbs up button and subscribe to our channel. So we got a new uh, five-star review from E.T. Scott, who says, uh, E.T. Phone Home, who says, uh, Dono is clutch when it comes to reporting about the Canes and recruits. He's very unbiased and is the real deal. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Uh, we get one from Martin County Kane, who says, such a great podcast, Dono. I look forward to your daily shows on my drive home from work. 
keeps me up to date on my canes. Keep up the great work. Go canes. I appreciate you. I think those are the, uh, the newest ones we've gotten. So thank you guys so much. Uh, Miami of Florida beats Miami of Ohio 38 to three. Uh, of course, as the week coming up progresses, we'll, we'll start to look in the rearview mirror a little bit less and start to look straight in front of us at the Texas A&M Aggies who are going to be coming to town next week. So we will talk to you guys again next time on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.